Well, hello and welcome back to my podcast. This is Magic Lasagna, also known as Jason Stone. I've been going over a lot of things lately with you guys. Um, I've dedicated myself to doing a podcast every single day. So this podcast is about what to do when you don't want to do something, which was this podcast. I didn't really feel up to it, so I didn't really want to do it. Um, But I'm going to do it anyway, because that's what dedication is, and that's what you have to do. And sometimes you don't want to do things, and you really need to do them. Um, There's a great book that I read called Eat That Frog. It's about uh, just going ahead and getting the thing that you don't want done out of the way. Basically what you do is just do the thing that you don't want to do first. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter if it's making a phone call to an upset client or, you know, uh, doing some push-ups. It doesn't really matter what it is. Um, Just do the thing that you didn't really want to do first, and then the rest of the day is actually easier. It's uh, pretty easy to understand, but pretty hard to execute. For example, in the car business, in my certain business... I have to make at least 100 phone calls a day. Otherwise, I wouldn't be as successful as I am. And as tedious as that sounds, uh, you know, sometimes to be successful, you have to suffer a little bit. And if you're not willing to suffer to get what you want um, and play the long game on it, then you'll probably never be successful. I mean, I've uh, seen documentaries about Elon Musk where he was talking about, I mean, he would go like 19, 20 hours with no sleep, just uh, on a couch in a little tiny room, trying to make his dream come true. Now he's the richest man in the entire world. And it's not even like close, really. It's by like a lot. Um, The amount of suffering that man went through, he even says it. He says, you know, no man should have to work as much as I have, which is kind of a crazy concept to think about when you realize, like, nowadays, how easy he could have it if he wants to, but um, he keeps going through that suffering cycle to get what he wants. So basically, sometimes you have to suffer. If anything was easy, it wouldn't be valuable. Um... Being valuable is something that you have to put time into. Um, I was listening to Andrew Tate talk about that the other day. I know he's very controversial, but he does have a lot of good information. He talks about, you know, people ask him, how easy is it to get a six-pack? Like, uh, how how is the quickest and easiest way to get a six-pack? And he says, it's not quick and easy, you know. If it was quick and easy, it wouldn't be valuable. So if everybody could have a quick and easy six-pack, then nobody would care that it is something valuable, Um, which is kind of resonating on the same level. Um, I mentioned that I have to make at least 100 phone calls a day. Um, I normally make much more than that, and that's specifically because I know in sales in particular, it's a numbers game. So if I make 100 phone calls and I get to speak to 10 people, that's only 10% of the total number of people that I tried to call that I even get to speak to. 
I mean, out of those 10%, which would be 10 people, how many people do you think actually want to buy something from me and or actually speak to me? Um, the answer is maybe 1%. So maybe 1% of all of everybody um, that you speak to maybe wants to buy something from you or maybe even wants to talk to you at all, which is kind of crazy to think about. So if I make 100 phone calls a day and 1% of the people want to buy something from me, then that means I've spoken to one person that wants to buy something from me or at least try to, you know, because not everybody has the capacity to buy something from me, uh, whether it's a car or, you know, anything else that you're selling, a camera, solar panels, it doesn't really matter what it is. We went over this already. Sales is sales and everything is the same. Um, it's just, you know, really different price points. And in most cases, if you're selling something at all, it really is something that has a market for it because, you know, um, if you're selling something and it doesn't have a market at all, then that business is defunct, like it's gone. There's nothing there. Nobody would ever run those businesses. Um, whatever it is would disappear into the ether. So really, sometimes you just have to do the things that you don't want to do. Like I said, like, I'm just not feeling the best. I don't really want to do this right now but I'm forcing myself to do it because that's what dedication is and dedication to your craft is one of the most important things that you'll ever go over in your life it doesn't matter what your craft is whether it's getting up at 6am to go to the gym making those 100 phone calls or you know calling that upset customer that you need to make it right with because um, you have to have happy customers in your business. If you don't have happy customers, then you're not going to be able to create more happy customers. The more happy customers you have, the more happy customers you will have because they will tell everybody how happy they are. It's a pretty simple business model. That being said, your business model, no matter what you're selling in any business, is to make sure that your customers are happy. And how do you do that? Well, uh, give them the extras, you know. Um, what is it? Uh, the Greatest Show um, is all about uh, P.T. Barnum and uh, how he would put on a show for his customers. That was his whole thing. Uh, it, it, it's the exact same thing in sales. You know, you need to put on a show. You need to be the best thing they've ever seen. You need to be the person they remember, the name they remember. Um, in sales, in general, like something like 75 to 90% of people that walk out the building will never remember their salesperson's name, ever. So your goal is to make sure that no matter what, they remember your name. I do that in various different ways. I'm kind of crazy and loud. Um, I make sure that they walk out the door having things that have my name on it, whether it be a scrap piece of paper that I uh, have my company logo and name and phone number printed up on, or whether it be a pen. I, I do pens a lot. Uh, you know, the pen gimmick is pretty good because you can have your logo printed on it and your name and phone number printed on it for around 27 cents a pen, which is like super affordable for anybody. It's also a tax write-off, which is, you know, super easy to do. You just basically have to say, hey, I spent 80 bucks on 300 pens or whatever the cost is. 
and you get to writing that off on your taxes too. So it's super easy to do. And people will throw your business card on the ground. They will keep a pin for years. They'll throw it in the bottom of their purse. Uh, one day come back and look at it. You can hand pins out to bars and restaurants and customers steal them. <laughs> they really do. It's hilarious. You know, I'm going to give a hundred pins to the, to the restaurant down the road from me. And uh, the waitresses and waiters are out after like a month. That's because the you know the customers will literally steal the pins from them, but you know what? Later down the road, um, I am in car sales. Later down the road, if they're thinking about getting a car and they happen to pull that pin out of their purse or off of their desk out of their junk drawer, um, I don't know where you live or what you do, but here in the South we have uh, junk drawers. Every kitchen has one. You pull open a drawer, it just has a bunch of random stuff in it. I don't know about anywhere else. But, uh, you know, people will throw stuff like that in their junk drawer. And later when they need a pen to write something, they write it and they look down and they say, Hey, Jason Stone, he sells cars. I have this pen for a reason. I'm going to give him a call, see what he has in inventory, you know, what he can do for me, so on and so forth. But um, I highly recommend the pens. I My coworkers steal them from me. And you know what? If I get a phone call from somebody and I have no idea who it is, um, a lot of times they'll tell me, Hey, I have this pen and I talked to some salesperson there. I don't remember their name because of course, you know, whoever the salesperson was didn't make sure that they were memorable enough to, uh, have them call them. And what they did was they looked at the pen and had my phone number on it. They called it and then I tell them, Hey, you know, you have my pen. It must've been me. Let's meet up. Um, too bad if anybody else you know, stole my pen and gave it to their customers. I mean, that's theft. You know, what? what's the old saying? Turn about is fair play. If you steal from me, you know, there's no reason for me not to take that customer later because they called me. That being said, I don't really know where I was going with this podcast tonight. Like I said, I didn't really want to do it to begin with. I just wasn't feeling that great. But um, I do have the dedication and the mental fortitude to go forward with something that I don't want to do, no matter what the situation is. So there are some key points here. Number one, be memorable. Like, it doesn't matter how you do it. If you act like a crazy asshole all the time, which, you know, I do most of the time because I am kind of crazy. Um, or by handing out, like, some sort of, you know, paraphernalia, like whether it be a pen, I have these little notepads made up with my name and phone number on them as well, as well as my company logo. Um, I've always said nobody will ever leave my desk without some sort of, you know, paper or something that has my name and contact info on it. They have to be able to get in touch with me some way. I always want them to be able to get in touch with me, whether they're having an issue or whether they want to refer their, you know, boyfriend, their daughter, their cousin, their sister, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, repeat and referral business is extremely important when you're in sales. So I, I tell people all the time, probably, you know, I've been at it for over six years now. Uh, 60 to 70% of like a lot of my business is repeat and referral customers. And that's because I take care of my customers. I make sure they're happy, whether they buy something from me or not. I make sure they're happy. That's really important because 
if they walk in your building or your business and they look you dead in the eyes and they say, I'm not going to buy whatever it is from you, still make sure they leave the building happy because you know what? If they didn't like your product and they just happened to buy another product, the next person that talks to them about your product, they're going to tell them, hey, that Jason guy was super awesome over at the Kia store. Or, you know, that guy, John, was awesome over at Verizon. It doesn't matter what it is. So long as they're happy when they leave your building, you're going to generate more customers. And that's a super important part of your business model is to make sure that everybody's happy and taken care of because if they are, you will reap the rewards for it. And until next time, I'm going to go ahead and uh, jump off here. Uh, my name is Jason Stone, a.k.a. Magic Lasagna. You can contact me at magiclasagna at magiclasagna.com. Um, if you need anything from me, I would be more than willing to help or answer questions. Again, magiclasagna at magiclasagna.com. And remember, I don't really care how successful you are because I'm always going to be successful.